Welcome back into Morning Drive, ESPN 1025 The Game. Good to have you in live here on a Friday, Football Friday, final hour of the show as we take you into the weekend. Nick Braden, D-Mace, Marquise with you. Uh, we've got the big finish still to come on the show. We've got our pigskin picks against the spread. Also, Lorenzo Neal joined us to make a cameo. Uh, you'll hear that again coming up in about 10 minutes. You're not going to want to miss that. He was fantastic. Uh, so quickly, uh, let's go warp speed here. Titans, Bills, as well as the rest of the AFC South. Uh, said this at 7 o'clock. I'll say it again. I feel really good about the Titans this week because not just Lawan being back, not because you have payback on the minds against Buffalo two times the last four years. They've defeated you by one point each time. I think a big factor this week is Buffalo getting back up for an emotional game coming off of such a high of playing the Patriots, that was your September Super Bowl. You lost at home, close game. Your quarterback's banged up. I don't know where they are from a psyche standpoint. Well, um, um, Allen is still in, in in concussion protocols, so I don't know if he's going to play this Sunday. Um, so the the you know the mention or the advantage he gave you, meaning Buffalo. Um, it's not going to be there if he doesn't play, meaning the ability to escape, get outside the pocket and run, use his athleticism um, to beat you because that's what he did, uh, what was it, two years ago against the Titans. He used his athleticism um, to score one of the touchdowns. Um, so that having Matt Barkley as, as your quarterback, it, it takes that away, and I think that's better for the Tennessee Titans defense because now they can tee off because now they have a stationary guy rather than a moving target um, trying to hit. Um, but I, I just think I would be surprised um, if the Titans, from an offensive standpoint, is not efficient. And when I say efficient, I'm not saying they're going to rack up three, 400 yards against Buffalo, you know, score 30 points. I right. mean, efficiency, I mean, is – converting on third downs when they need to and scoring points when in the red zone. It doesn't necessarily have to be touchdowns every time, but um, Vrabel, field goals are good, okay? <laughs> field goals are good, especially against a team like Buffalo. And, and he came home the next day after sleeping on it saying, yeah, we should have gone for the field goal, mm-hmm. right? So he's he's at least admitted that he was wrong and that he would attempt – I, you could you might win this game with four field goals. Exactly. You might win this game with five field goals. You might you might be able to win this game. This team has been built to play with a lead, which is a dangerous thing to do. Sort of, it's it's a dangerous thing to sustain for seventeen weeks. In this particular game, it, it, and especially if it's Matt Barkley, where you get the chance to target the quarterback, not not illegally. I mean, go after him because that's what they did with Baker Mayfield and with Matt Ryan. They were allowed to pin their ears back with a lead in the fourth quarter and come after the quarterback in a very aggressive way, especially the, de- the delayed safety blitzes from Kenny Vaccaro last week worked very well for Dean Pease. So I-, I think that there's – if you can just be at, you know, 12-7, to 7, right, in the third quarter, you're going to start seeing them go after the quarterback in a big way and pressure him because you can't then lean on the running game anymore because you're trying to get points when you're trailing in the fourth quarter. So if they can be up, you know, 14-7, 17-7, you know, 14-3, something in that territory in late third, early fourth quarter, that's where the Tennessee Titans can sort of suffocate you, sit on you with Derrick Henry, sort of like the way Alabama used to do to people Mm -hmm. because it's the same style, right? We're going to blitz and suffocate you on defense, and then we're going to lean on our big running back and and chew up the clock in the fourth quarter with a lead. They are built to play that way. 
Like I said, that's dangerous if you're going to do that every single time against every single opponent. But in this style of game against Buffalo, I think it works really well. I like the Titans to play very well again. I am not in the prediction business anymore. I did I did pick the Titans last week, sort of. But I, I like the Titans to play very well this this weekend. I think I think that that loss to Buffalo last last year is not sitting well. And I'm totally with you, Nick. Playing the Patriots as a three and zero undefeated team, where the national media focused on your game the entire week. Yeah, they did. And you play up and you stop Tom Brady. I think it's hard to recreate that. For it's it's easy for the Patriots to recreate that. It's harder for a team that's learning how to be good to recreate that. And that's sort of the challenge the Titans are in. They've got to mm-hmm. learn how to be good, good to great, right? They've got to learn how to be consistent every week. And if they can deliver the same performance this week, I think they're the better team. Elsewhere in the AFC South, the Texans will host the Falcons. Houston is about a five-point home favorite. But then the other two in the South are significant underdogs. The Colts go on the road. They are an 11-point underdog at Kansas City on Sunday night. That's a big number. And the Jaguars, actually not a significant underdog, about a three-and-a-half, four-point underdog at Carolina this could be one of those spots where the Titans, if they take care of business and do what they're supposed to do and win, you know, maybe the Texans beat the Falcons. I think Atlanta might be quitting on Dan Quinn, but the Jags and Colts could be looking at losses. Yeah, Minshew mania continues. Let's see what he can continue to do. Kyle um, Allen mania. Yeah, exactly. Just it's so strange that, like, Cam Newton, we could be talking about, like, somebody unseating Cam Newton. It's just that... that People think that that team is better now. Like it's just it's crazy. Their defense is really really good. Um, there, there's opportunity to gain ground here for the Titans, no question. And and oh by the way, Buffalo and Cleveland are two teams that might be in a wild card race with you at the end of the year. This has potential tiebreaker implications yeah. at the end of the season. Don't don't think that Buffalo couldn't finish nine and seven. Right? Mm-hmm. It's it's possible. So you need to start stacking not only wins but tiebreakers because right now with 0-2 in the division, you don't have any advantages in the division. You need to start gaining some advantages elsewhere in the AFC. You've got a check box with Cleveland. Cleveland could very much be in the wild card race. Buffalo is very much in the wild card race. You've got to get wins against teams that you could be facing tiebreakers later in the year with. Okay, so if you missed Lorenzo Neal with us, he made a surprise appearance in studio on the show probably around 7.45 this morning. We will give that to you again coming up next because the reaction on Twitter was fantastic. He was absolutely hilarious. If you love quality radio gold, stay tuned. Lorenzo Neal with us next on Morning Drive. Guys, last night, great sports night across the board. Predators with a huge win, of course, uh, and their season debut. Really cool to see. And by the way, NBC Sports Network gave the, the pregame coverage a ton of love last night, a lot of airtime. So I'm watching that, and then I'm flipping around trying to find baseball games. They got playoff games going on. I'm flipping around trying to find you know, NFL games. This is where your X1 voice remote comes in, folks. You don't need to know channel numbers. You don't need to know anything. You really don't even, know, don't even need to know what channel the games are on. You just say the name of the team, whatever your favorite team is. Or you push the button into the X1 voice remote and you say Major League Baseball or Baseball Playoffs or Thursday Night Football or Predators Hockey. You say whatever you want into the voice remote and it will take you where you need to go. It'll take you to the scoreboard. They got this great channel guide that's dedicated entirely to sports so if you want to go through it that way as well there's so many different ways for that xfinity makes consuming sports content easier simpler and more awesome than ever before x1 voice remote it's one of the best features that xfinity has ever come up with and they are the leader on that technology in the industry check it out xfinity.com 1-800-XFINITY or pop into an xfinity store today for more details you're going to want that voice remote folks i'm telling you it's awesome 
All right, welcome back into Morning Drive, ESPN 1025. The game, Nick Braden, D-Mace, and Marquise, and a surprise cameo appearance in studio this morning. All-time great NFL fullback, Lorenzo Neal, who's now doing mornings on 95.7 The Game in the Bay Area for my old boss who somehow hired me in Philadelphia. D-Mace, say hello to your buddy. Man, I can say many things about this guy. Many no, things. You know, there's there's a congregation out there. There are people that you have listeners. This is like your platform. I hope you understand that. And there's a lot of listeners out there. You can give life or you can give death, bootleg preacher. And I hope you give more life. You two gentlemen, I gotta commend you guys. Face to face. I mean, it, 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 it's oh, just interesting to see the dynamics, see how you you guys should get a raise. Whoever's the boss, I'd like to talk to him today. He'll be here in a couple of okay, minutes. I, I'm excited to have the opportunity to sit down with him because this guy here, he's a train wreck. Well, he doesn't let us look directly at him. Right. Like right. We have to look at the other direction when we talk to him because we're not allowed to look directly at him. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's what he so he us. says, don't look at me? That's what he told us. I can totally see that. You, you have a complex or something? I mean, what's the deal, bro? I mean, he wakes I mean, up handsome. He, I mean, he's pretty in the face and slim in the waist. I mean, I, I, I go out, I come in, and I see, the, you know, someone's backed in backwards. It's black, nice Range Rover. I said, no money for D-Mates. I'm, I'm, so if I was a betting man, I would think the Range Rover out there is yeah. D-Mates. Am I wrong? Or no, I? no, you're right. Yeah, oh, what's I mean, his? Right. I mean, hey, listen. What just, is it about, brother? Just, Why? You are a... You are a politician to your heart just because you talk a lot doesn't mean you're right okay <laughs> what am i saying that's what we so. apply to braden as well <laughs> that's how they treat me too so oh really oh yeah yeah oh my goodness so i think low. i'm right all the time predators one and oh guys yeah predators are one and oh 82 and oh baby um, 82 and oh who says no Hey, I said it going eighty two and out. Be careful if you come in here and start, to- no, start no, talking no, hockey. No, the the boss might hire you. Yeah, no, you know what? Hey, they love okay. that hockey. We love our hockey. So if you start talking hockey, we might give you a contract. Who, who, who rates higher, hockey or the the, 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 uh, the Titans? Dude, uh, the, the, dude, the hockey is it is unbelievable. The the interest levels and how really? they've gotten. In the last five years, I mean, you go to a Stanley Football Cup. Football still it, it, rates high, yeah. but hockey is right there. Like, really, they the fan love base their hockey. Is yeah. fan base, huh? it, it is, I, and I and I'll say, and, and I don't. I'd be curious, you know, sharks don't rate, well, and we oh, have wow. the sharks in there in the well, playoffs. Th- all the think time. about this: yeah. last night there was more buzz for Game One of a hockey season where you're going to get forty more in that building than there was when this guy Eddie and Steve were honored a few weeks ago against yeah. the Colts. Yep. Wow, that'll yeah. put it in the right perspective. Yeah. For that's you. a that's a that's a huge perspective to be able to think like that. So last night the game was sold out, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the, I mean, the fans come out. They're in the groves. I mean, when we were here and watching, we'd go to some Pred games, mm-hmm. and that was fifteen twenty years ago. And it was still the, yeah. the. I mean, people were still coming. This 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 fan base in hockey. You didn't think that it was going to be a think that it would carry over. Didn't know if it was sustainable, but. From the beginning, you had a pretty good turnout for since they got since the Preds got here. And, and I don't. We, we ask Derek all the time, mm-hmm. sort of like, "Hey, you know, old man, what was it like back then when you played, <laughs> played football?" No, it's. I Did you go to any games back in the day? No, nah, because I, I mean, coming from Detroit, Why, having the red you, wings, you black, you didn't really like hockey. <laughs> but there's, a, there's a there's a black guy that plays hockey on this team. No, News no, no, not, not, anymore. They, they not anymore. Yeah, not you anymore. got rid of him. Got rid of him. Were you happy about that? So that that gives you a reason not to go. I, I was when I was here at Titans. I was a man of color, and I would still go watch the Preds play. 
I'd go. Me and Frankie would be up well, there. You're I'd have my, man. You're I'd, preaching. I'd have a cold, cold, cold. <laughs> I'd have a cold glass and you know, a little slits more liquor. Would you, would you, would you Bible in one? <laughs> no, no Bible at that time. That time I was, I was getting it in, coach. It, 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 it reminds me of uh, it reminds me of the Doug Williams quote from the Super Bowl, where it's like, "What's it always? Been? What's what's the question Doug Williams had to ask the old Redskins quarterback in the Super Bowl?" And he's like, "What's it like being an African American quarterback in the, in oh, the, the Super, Super Bowl?" Bowl. And he's like, "I've always been." An yeah, I've always been. Huh? Now. What, what's it like being a, a black, black fullback at a, at a hockey game? Yeah, yeah, you know what? It, it was cool. There, there, there's, you know, to be shocked that I think that hockey is growing. And you know, even though you, you look at certain sports, especially certain club sports, baseball, it's a reason why. Afro-Americans in my starting to drop because it can be expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah we yeah, talk yeah. about that all the time. Yeah, we, yeah, we it is. It's not, I don't think it's a race thing. It's just a, it's a financial it's down commitment. To, it's down to yeah. six. I was looking at the numbers yesterday. It was up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Black participation in baseball was like in the tw- 19%, 20% of the Major League Baseball players. Now it's down to like six. Yeah. And it's just not something kids are doing. And now Travel we, ball, all yeah, the things and, that and go with it, it's tough. We, and we always say it. I th- we think it's very important that you know a, a young black kid in Nashville can see a P.K. Subban play for a hockey team and see somebody who looks like him doing right. something and being like, oh, I can do that too. And I, sure. think, I think it matters to people. You know, it's unfortunate he's not here anymore. It is what it is. They, they had to make a business decision and move on from a very expensive commodity to, to bring in a, a different piece. So it's, it's been fascinating to watch the team grow from an interest level. And it culminated with a Stanley Cup run a couple years ago where there's 60,000 people out in the streets, 100,000 people with CMA mm-hmm. Fest going on. Amazing. And the whole world is like staring at what our little, our little team and our little town is doing. And it's just... It's it the growth has been really amazing. So I think fans, what fans really want, mm-hmm. D Mason, you correct me if I'm wrong, is just a competitive product. Everyone's yeah. always talking about oh Super Bowl or Stanley Cup or MLB. It's not even about that. It's the perception. It's a reason why the Steelers had only had four coaches over the last fifty years. Mm-hmm. When you have consistency in a product that's going to compete, we understand the Super Bowl is the goal, the Stanley Cup's the goal. I get that, but you get guys that can get you to the playoffs and make your product competitive i think that's in hope give your fans hope they want to have hope and i think that's what sports in my opinion is more about than just necessarily winning and that's why i believe the Nashville predators have been so successful with getting people to come out to games because over the last course of the four years they've been a consistently competitive and more than competitive team they've been one of the best teams in in nhl and the titans are on a kind of on the other end of the spectrum hasn't been as much consistency not many playoff bursts within the last 10 years. But once they start getting more consistent you know, moments in the playoffs, then people will consistently come out to the stadium and support them. You know, yeah. I mean, when we were playing, we were consistently a good team. Didn't lose a game in that place yeah, for a couple in, years. In the playoffs, so people came out right. to watch it. Right. Right. Why? Why? Why did? Why? Why was PK ran out? Just because the, 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 it, it was the contract. It wasn't ran out. Yeah, 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 it, was it was the, the, was the contract they, situation. They and couldn't renegotiate or do. Well, well so just, his his tag was nine million. It was the highest price tag in in all of in their in their organization. They needed that money to bring in the forward that they need to bring in because they had enough defensive depth. They brought you know Dante Fabro is is a big time prospect who's now playing in the top four. So it, it was all business. In fact, we probably pointed to it for a long time as if if you're going to make a trade. You trade the guy who's going to give give you the most More space, value. most and, cap and space, give you some value for yeah. him. And, and trade so, to get some value. It, for it, listen, he was. I think everyone in in Nashville would agree. Mm-hmm. It's sad to see him go because he's such a dynamic personality. He brought more attention to that franchise than any singular player probably ever has. Uh, he meant a ton, but it also was the shrewd right business move to sure, to open sure. up cap space and 
you know, a guy who's one of the older players on the team. I mean, it, you know, it, it was probably the right move, sure. and we'll okay. see how this season plays yeah. out. So. Thanks. We, we know you got to get running for your show in just a couple of minutes, but... I'm good. We, Who cares? Okay, good, yeah. yeah tell Nahiki <laughs> you're going to stick around I, here for a little bit. I just want to know, like, is, are you sad that the fullback is not a part of the game anymore? Like, bring... Because you, you got the hat on. You got the hat on that says, make fullbacks great again. So. Yeah, Because we, <laughs> we, we, we've seen the rebirth of running backs, right? <laughs> just, this is not Trump's America right now. Stop. It's Stop. fullback. It's fullback America. It's fullback America. Could you, careful, red, heavy you can't wear I get it too much too soon. Could you still? No, 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 could you? Could me. you still pave the way for Derrick Henry for a quarter? I tell him get on my hip and don't dip. Oh, that's what's so <laughs> get, on my, get on my hip and don't dip. I'll fall now. I'll get him. I'll get him. You know, one play. One play. It might be that. that may be the last play. But explain to everyone. You've been nominated for the Pro Bowl. I mean, uh, for, for the Hall of Fame this year. Is this your first or second year? That you've been nominated, and, and rightfully so. I mean, you you were a staple at that position. You were, if not the best, uh, one of the best top two or three fullbacks in the National Football League ever. Yeah. And it's just to me, that's the forgotten position. It the is fullback position. It, no question, Derek. It is, and 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 for me personally, I just think that even if I don't get in, Mike Allstott, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's guys out there, Moose Johnson, Tommy Rathman. You think a Larry, little Larry, Larry Sinners, William would, Henderson, yes. William Henderson, Larry Sinners would absolutely crush you. Sam Gash, there, there's guys, Corey Schlesinger with Detroit, block with Barry Sanders. So I watched that position because it was a position that I played. Play and then, yes, there's been the Franco Harris's and those guys that made it, but they weren't split back. They were it wasn't really a true fullback. So I'm talking about a true fullback that's going in there, lining up, and you know, going to the hear glass. I think that's a forgotten art, and I think you see the fullback position dying off, and I think the Cal Hughes-Checks, you see what he's doing in San mm-hmm. Francisco. The guy's blocking. He's at the point of attack. Hopefully the Raiders can get their guy going because he is playing. So it's a, it's a place for it, but it is a dying breed. But you've let kickers in, Ray Guy, which is great, and certain guys have been able to get in, the punters and kickers. It, you know, it, it, it is a position, and hopefully uh, the committee will understand that. Can, can I ask you uh, a – I don't know, this might be too personal. No. So if it's, so if it's no, too it's personal, okay. just – it's okay. Derek you know, you... asked me very personal questions when I, <laughs> when I, first, when I first saw him. I went to his house and spent a night. Too personal. Yeah. I, spent, I, I stayed the night at his house. I woke up. My gums were bleeding. My pants were down. I don't know what the hell happened. D-Mace. I can't ask the question now. You okay. just totally changed it. <laughs> Oh, too soon? <laughs> no, not, not for me, man. Again, I don't know if management's listening, but who cares? Uh, you play, I can't ask the question now. You played, you played 239 uh, games in the NFL. You played, I don't know, what, seven, 16 years, 15 years? Just an insane number right, of games. Right. And a, a, a position that is arguably the most physical position in the entire sport. You basically run into brick walls for, no. for two decades. Have you felt any effects of, of doing that in your life now that you're uh, a few years older? You know what? I, I do. My back's tight, neck's all the time hurting, you know, fingers. They can do certain things. Oh, 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 it just, oh, uh, oh, oh. You know, got pins and rods in the leg, you know, two several surgeries. But you know what? You would do it because it, it, it put me in a position. My, me and my family, I think Derek would understand that, for, for us to in a, in a better position. And it helped you be able to pave the way for your kids and in our kids and hopefully for the future. So, yeah, I just wish, you know, the league would have told you about the CTE and all those different things. But I think they're doing a good job of trying to clean up the game and understand those 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 things of it, about it, the game. But it, it's tough. It, it's really tough. And, yeah, and I talked to some of my friends and asked them, hey, do you forget? And, you know, they're my same age. Like, oh, don't worry. It's not CTE. I forget, too. So it, yeah. those things you, you, you do, you do wonder. You do wonder about your life and your life expectancy. So just pray about it. And you try to live a good life. You try to – 
take all these juices and berries yeah, that Derek, Derek, Derek takes and I don't know. Maybe he'll Yoga. come up with a new potion that's going to help him grow his hair. If he can figure that out, I'm in. <laughs> hey, you're the same you boat now. He says no. You notice I'm working with here. Right. Yeah. The, ball, the ball brothers. Yes. I mean, you got, you got two guys that shine. I mean, you guys take turns polishing each other's hair. I mean, end up like a night like me last night with D-Mace. So you guys hang out a lot? Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> okay, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. Okay. 10.30 a.m. right after the show. He's got a regular routine. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a rotation. Now, yeah, he's got a rotation. How many thousand-yard backs did you, did you, you block right for? Now? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon? Okay. Hey, shut up. <laughs> shut up. We're talking sports. Okay? <laughs> That's your partners. They're the ones telling about the DMs. Coach, slide in. Well, low. If, if, <laughs> Coach, buddy. If, 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 if Where's Nih- the text line? Was it blowing up right now? I mean, do we have a text line? If Nahikian was here right now, he'd tell you to get back to the Niners, right? Uh, oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. So listen, need you guys to get back on track. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Oh my god! I mean, you know, the Warriors what? preseason game's big tonight. So this is where the voice comes from. Is that guy? Yeah. Oh, that's tremendous. So quickly, how many? Because um, we gotta go to break here. You how many thousand yard backs did you? Block it was for? it was eleven years in a row, and honestly, the, 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 one of the big, biggest years that no one really talks about is the year in the, the last year, uh-huh. uh, the year sixteen. Year 17, I went to the Raiders, ripped a hamstring, and I was just done. But year 16, people don't talk about when I was in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. LaRon McClain had yes. over 1,000. If you had the playoffs, that was one of the biggest tasks. The guy mm-hmm. was running probably a 4-7. He's mm-hmm. almost a fullback, too. Yeah, he was yeah, a, he was a converted yeah. fullback, but, but had to play running back. But that the, 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 the beating that I took was, 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 was tough. That was mm-hmm. one of those years that I was like, mm-hmm. after that year, I was like, man, I, I'm, I'm hurting. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm hurting. So it was 11, 11 straight years, and it, I, was, I was very blessed, very blessed. Mm. Matt, this is for you. Big Skin Pickle starts now. For entertainment purposes only. Bumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Here we go. Pickle's double for you knucklehead. Yeah, you know who you are. Let's go now. Let's go now. It is once again time for another edition of Morning Drives. Pig Skin Picks against the spread. Now, D-Mace has to take his kid on a flight to Boston, so he had to skedaddle, but he should did we, give us... He did. Should we give? Should we bring in a celebrity p- guest picker? Yeah. For Derek Mason? We welcome in um, Keith Urban to the show. <laughs> Keith, how are you? I can't really do an Australian accent, so... Okay, Jeff Fisher joining us on the show. <sighs> Look, you know, I heard Lo Neal in here. Like, he's a great fullback. I mean, he should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and D. Mason... I mean, what is it he said? Get on my hip, don't dip. I mean, that's great coaching advice. That's what we need to tell these young running backs. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Derek has given us his picks in advance. Uh, Braden, uh, do you want to lead us off? Because you actually have the best record right now. Uh, that is not true. You don't? Derek Mason has taken the lead after, a, I believe, a 5-1 and one I am terrible at math. He took the lead. He is now above 500. Uh, and we will let celebrity guest picker... Dutchie, um, Dutchie, the, the the football coach, is going to make Derek Mason's pick. So for did, you, us. did you guys give me a hard time because I wake up and I see Twitter yeah. and it's about yes names. There was lots and, of people mentioning you on Twitter. Well, it was you and Adam yes. Vingan, and so I, I was like, "What? What did I do?" Because I didn't even do an interview last night, so I don't <laughs> even know what I did. Yeah, you sort of got blindsided, which is what the goal was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. No, so about six thirty, six fifteen this morning, we were listening to Peter Laviolette's cut. Of uh, of talking about Matt Duchesne last night, and he called him Dutchy like three times right. in the interview. Which again, coaches, players, even Crispy, C Mace, 
Hal Gill. They can all use nicknames, and it's totally cool. Chase, we've always given you a hard time for using nicknames in interview settings with players, and we think I think it's unprofessional. You shouldn't do it. So we said every time Chase McCabe says Dutchie on the show between 10 and 2 or in an interview that our audience needs to blow him up on Twitter and, and just make sure he knows. I'd be curious to see if they actually do that. You're right. You uh, get, are, are you, you going to fire, are you are you fire back? our audience? No, I'm, I'm just I, – I think you have a hard to, or a problem with it. I don't know if they do. Okay. Uh, player? You mean fans or yeah. what? Listen, fans well, no. call them by their nicknames all the time. Right, but media do not. It is unprofessional. Well, I, okay. And almost all media agree with me on this. That's fine. Marquise I, agrees. Nick agrees. Derek agrees. Adam okay. Bacon agrees. Well, Marquise – I agree. Well, why if you guys keep it up, you, the celebrity picker is not going to make picture. Saban suit or something. And you go oh, on, you go oh Alabama back, shot. Oh. You go on back to T-Town. <laughs> I can't, and, and can't even remember about, your you know, coach's name. Mm. <laughs> I like it. A little salty here yeah, at 936. I, look, I don't care. I don't care. I, I'm going to do what I – And it, here's the thing. You do you, in, man. In interview settings, I have not done that in a long time. And that's a good thing. So See, you've you've gotten better. See, there you go. Yeah, I, I, I have improved, but – you know, if I have some guys in the locker room calling me Chaser, I mean, can I not call them by their nickname? Off mic. Off oh, mic. Off mic. Yeah. 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 Off mic. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. You can All call right. him. You can call him Susan. Off mic. I don't care. Sorry, Galsy. Do, yeah. okay. do you want to make the picture, D Mace? Yeah. Uh, yes, I can do that. So <laughs> he can read it. <laughs> UCF in Cincinnati. He is taking the over of sixty and a half. <laughs> He went five and one last week. Uh, Arkansas State, Georgia State. He is also taking the over of sixty nine and a half. Nice, nice. Uh, FIU, UMass, sixty seven and a half. The under. He, he of wants course, the obvi- under. Obviously. Um, I always want to be under UMass. Who is LSU playing? <laughs> Utah State. Oh, Utah U- State. USU. USU. Utah, uh, Utah Seventy three is the over under. He wants the over. That's Dude. a lot of points. That's, that's, that's a, a lot a, of that's points. A loss. Uh, Rice and UAB forty four and a half. He's taking the over. I would take the over on that. So, so there what do you, you what do you, you what do you make comfortable? of his selections? Has he got a winning weekend in him? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> how how have you been this week, Chase? On or this year on football? Um, silly underdog picks. I'm currently over. So, well, what well. about your gambling picks though? Uh, I've been all right. Yeah, been good. Been good. I am uh, Nick is sixteen and twenty four on the year. On this segment, I suck. Yeah, it's not been good. Off but don't um, you do kind of the same picks that you do for not everyone. See, that's your problem. Yeah. I think you got to go all in one well, or the other. Um, all right, Nick, go ahead with your uh, selections there. All right, I got two for you. 24. Florida plus three at home against Ooh. Auburn. Give me the Gators for the outright win, but I'll take the three points in case I need it. Oh, I like it. And uh, I am actually going to back Jim Harbaugh this week. I will lay the three and a half Whoa. against the Hawkeyes. There, there is no more interesting football team in all of college football in America this weekend than Michigan and what they do against Iowa. Whether, if they win, if they lose... It is a huge story either way. They are the most interesting team in college football. They're like the Dos Equis man of, of college football. Uh, all right. I am 11 and 12 on the year, so not much better than, than you, Nick, but, but slightly. Uh, I'm going to go Maryland. Jeff Fisher would be proud of you. I'm, I'm going to go Maryland minus 12 and a half uh, against the Rutgers. Fire gets coached this week, so Rutgers is plummeting quickly. Give me Maryland. Give me the Terps minus 12 and a half. SMU 5 and 0 against the spread this year. Have not lost against the number. I've won on them a couple weeks in a row. I will I will stick with SMU uh, as that is one of the sneaky good football teams. They they host Tulsa at home this week. Uh, so give me SMU uh, minus 13. Duke 
and this is going to drive the rest of the nation crazy if Duke ends up being a very good football team and it turns into a very good win for Alabama. They destroyed Virginia Tech last week. If they end up 9-3 and three and, the, and the rest of America has to acknowledge that crushing Duke was a really good win for Bama, it's going to make people so angry, and I love it. Uh, Duke minus 5 at home against Pittsburgh. Give me the Dukies there. Quentin Harris playing really good football. Uh, Nebraska, I think they're going to bounce back. They host Northwestern. Northwestern cannot score right now. Nebraska minus 7 at home. So I know it's four favorites, but give me those four. Okay, that is it, Hollywood. Do you have any picks this week, or are you going to uh, just lay low? Oh, you're going to let me get some picks this week? I didn't get any last week. So yeah, why, did, why did that happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think some hating going Roll on time. on the other side. Uh, we were on remote last week, weren't we? No. Weren't we at Kitchen Notes? No, we were here. We were? Yeah, you looked dead at me and said, okay, we're going to break. Big finish coming up next. And then I didn't get a pick. All right, big finish is coming up next. Back <laughs> after this on Morning Drive. But let me first tell you about Spring Hill Heating. No. <laughs> you want some picks, Marquis? All right, I'll take Ravens <laughs> minus the three and a half. I will take the Jaguars plus the three and a half. I will take the Vikings minus the five, even though Stefan Diggs is, you know. Acting weird. Yeah, Egon. acting weird. And then I will take the Patriots minus sixteen because the Redskins, wow. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay. what, what does the th- what, what is that point five? What do you call that that half a point there for Baltimore and Jacksonville? Half a point? Yeah. What do you call that? I don't know. Is that like, I don't I don't know why. Okay, I'm just kidding. I, I have no idea. What is that? A hook. A hook, a, like a captain's hook, I right? gave you the captain <laughs> like hook signal. Exactly right. I was right. trying to figure out what the money line was. I thought it was that movie with Jonah Hill, but it apparently is something different. So. Chase can't hear anything you're saying, and he has no idea no. that Marquise doesn't know anything about gambling. Yeah. Like the lingo, we're, so we're teaching him about gambling, Chaser. Well, I thought it was the movie with Jonah Hill, but apparently it's something well, to do with money. I, okay, Marquise, I love you, but i got to point this out to them. Uh, something you said to me last night. We're, we're watching baseball. He's in Barrel House. And I think it was the Braves game. They had the bases loaded. And he looks at me and goes, well, they got to get a point out of this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Come on. Come on, Marquise. You're brutal. better than that. That's brutal. Well, while we're burying people, my <laughs> wife thought there was four, four, four quarters to a hockey game. I said, no, there's three periods. And then after the first period, she looks up at the big, brand-new big screen, and she goes, 18 minutes till what? I said, Till the second period starts. It's called intermission. She goes, so they go back in and out each time? They just don't start the second quarter? I go, no, they don't. Did you, by Did the way... Did she really not watch hockey ever? I guess not. Flyers, they Philly. suck. Yeah. So speaking of burying people, did you tell Talk. your cohorts of what you did Tuesday night? Burying, um, I, I mean, I was at a concert Tuesday I know, night. But, I watched but, the Keys but play. the process Keys. of getting into the building and then what happened between... Um, getting- no, I, I did not explain that because I did not want to get a, any, a, a, one individual in trouble. Ah, okay. I, I didn't want... So I didn't say that story, Chase, on the air. Ah, okay. We'll say <laughs> it off the air. Get the heck out of here and go prepare for your own show. <laughs> You're trying to bury me before you get somebody this, fired. And this nice gentleman. Jerk. Okay. All right, big finish coming up next if we're still here. So Spring Hill, <laughs> Spring Hill Heating and Cooling, guys. Uh, all right, listen, it's, it's, the weather might be breaking. It might finally be breaking. And if your house has made it through this ridiculously hottest summer and fall in the history of Nashville, get it checked up. Get that house checked up. Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. Join the Comfort Club. You get a checkup every six months. They will come out to your house, give it a complete diagnostic, sort of the way Derek Mason did last night. You will get a complete diagnostic. The house will be taken care of, and you'll be in great shape. They'll make sure all the pipes are working, all the ducts, all the duct work, and everything. The wiring's all good, and 
They'll make sure they catch any problems ahead of time. That's what Spring Hill Heating and Cooling does for your house. It's been an incredibly hot period of time, which means that AC unit's been working overtime. You never know what might have broken, and they'll make sure to, to, to check on that and help you avoid the major costly repairs that could come if you don't get it looked at. Spring Hill Heating and Cooling, springhillac.com is the website, springhillac.com. Locally owned, over two decades of experience in Middle Tennessee, so they know what they're doing. Trust me, we're not using the other guys anymore. Spring Hill Heating and Cooling, springhillac.com. Check out the website and tell them Braden sent you. We've had a big show. And now it's time for a big finish on Morning Drive. That is correct. It is time for the big finish. We do it each and every day at 945 here on Morning Drive. And Braden Gall, the big finish is brought to you by Nashville Soccer Club. Get your MLS tickets for the inaugural season today. Go to NashvilleSC.com. Hollywood, let's get to the rewind. And we welcome you into a Friday edition of Morning Drive. Off and running live here, ESPN 1025, the game. What days can we overreact? We can't overreact on Fridays. But David Poyle, oh, did I not tell you guys this? No. David Poyle told me on Smashville Live on Wednesday that we could overreact on Fridays. So Jeremy Pruitt has given us Monday to, oh, what, what days? On Mondays and Thursdays, and then on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Okay. Now, there's okay. a little gap in this week, but you, you get his point. Yeah, uh, and then David Poyle and Brian Poyle both said, yes, we could totally overreact on Friday after, the, after game one. Okay. So we we basically now have all five days given to us by both Jeremy Pruitt and the front office of the Predators that we are now allowed to overreact. 246 assists. Matthew Shane's on pace for That would be a record. I, I would say it was a good debut. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not going to get a goal, you might as well get three assists. And they win 5-2 last night. Ryan Ellis, Austin Watson, Mikel Granlund, Victor Arvidsson, Philip Forsberg with the goals. Duchesne, three assists. Pekka stops 22 of 24. Uh, the only negative, I would say, was the power play, 0 for 3, which is something we're going to track every game. So when Craig Smith got that penalty, he goes to the penalty box. My daughter, Mia, says, what happened, Mom? And my wife says, number 15 was a bad boy, and he, <laughs> and he, and he had to sit in timeout for two minutes. So Mia's response goes, oh, that's not too bad. I've been in timeout for longer than that. <laughs> And that is while we're in our seats, oh, and everybody so around us just turns around and starts like, laughing hysterically. The crowd had some thoughts about some intermission experiences, I, I, I hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we want to get into that. Ooh, the uh, the pedaling? Yeah, I guess there was something that resembled a pedal tavern on the ice, I guess, in, in the intermission. And I guess it got booed. We should have D-Mace and Marquise go on one on the ice. Hell no. We do like a show called Brothers on Ice. Uh, hell no. <laughs> Brothers man. on Ice? Yeah. I, don't see, I, I don't think I've seen many brothers on them damn t- pedal tavern things, man. I, I get the whole... You know, you make a capitalistic society. You make money however you're going to make money. I get it. It's legal. You do it. Yeah. Thankfully, Woo! no one has ever gotten hurt. Woo! I think but we should do it. I think we should do it. Call it Brothers on Tavern. Have a bottle of Hennessy and I'll just be pedaling. <laughs> During an intermission, let's get a scooter race on ice. <laughs> oh, my God. Give him some snow tires. Can you imagine Chase McCabe riding a scooter on ice? Oh, my goodness. They would have to sign 20 waivers. I, I, would, spend, I would spend lower bowl money oh, to watch that. I would that. love that. Are we going to hear Chase McCabe refer to Matt Duchesne as Dutchie for the rest of his life? If he walks up in post-game interview 
And Maccababe walks over the microphone. He's like, uh, hey, 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 Dutchie, uh, just wanted to see, you know. How no, voice is lower. Voice is oh, lower. Uh, Dutchie, just uh, how, how did you feel like that line played in game one <laughs> in Smash Bros? I think, I think it's much hey, <laughs> and then, and then he, Matt gives a great answer, uh-huh. and then Chase follows up with another good question. Well, Dutchie, what did you think of the crowd? Uh, your first time ever in Smashville. <laughs> he can and then Matthew not, Shane probably gives a very good answer. He cannot call you him Dutchie. Dutchie, right? Not even on the show. Not even when you're okay. interviewing him. No Dutchie reference. I, I want our audience to berate Chase McCabe on his show. <laughs> <laughs> If he says, if he calls him Dutchie on the air, if he says, yes. if, if, if they're doing analysis today between 10 and 2 p.m., 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., and he's talking about how Dutchie had three assists last night, I want our audience to tweet his ass so hard <laughs> and tell him he needs to stop now, using Dutchie. Well, what if Chase McCabe decides to go into Jeff Fisher mode and he says, well, you know, I thought Dutchie had a good game. You know, Dutchie's a good kid. Good, good player. Good player. Three assists. Dutchie, three apples. As we welcome in our buddy Teron Davenport. I don't really think either of these teams are going to score too many points. And Buffalo, I still feel they have momentum because, I mean, they're 3-1. and one, And, yes, they lost to the Patriots, but it was a close game. And they were able to scramble Tom Brady to the point where he struggled passing the ball. They've still not given up a pass of over 40 yards. Coincidentally, the Titans haven't either. So, I, I mean, I, I think they're coming in and they're, they're kind of salty. And I don't think the momentum... Venom is going to be an issue. I, I think just that salty defense is going to be an issue for the Titans. Lorenzo Neal, who's now doing mornings on 95.7 The Game in the Bay Area. Say hello to your buddy. Man, I can say many things about this guy. Many things. You know, there's, there's a congregation out there. There are people, you have listeners. This is like your platform. I hope you understand that. And there's a lot of listeners on You can give life or you can give death, bootleg preacher. And I hope you give more life. You two gentlemen, I got to commend you guys. Face to face. I mean, it, 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 it's oh, just interesting to see the dynamics. See how you, you guys should get a raise. Whoever's the boss, I'd like to talk to them today. So, I don't know if you guys saw this video. This video went viral everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, this lady jumped into a lion's den at oh, a Bronx Zoo and taunted yes. the lion. Yeah. Could you not, imagine not that lion sitting there like, what the hell is this lady doing? Is she out of her mind? Dude, I'm telling it's you. Like, she must I mean, I just crazy. had dinner, but should I go for another? Yeah, she got out of there, right? Yeah, like, she well, out. she ended up getting out of there, and then police tried to look for her. Did the lion need to move? Like, did they come after her? Did no, the, the lion, lion was anything? just looking at her, probably thinking exactly what Nick said. What is this What is this lady doing? And why is she wearing an MTV shirt? Do people still watch MTV? <laughs> Do they still play music videos? That's what the tiger was probably mean. The lion was baffled by the MTV shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, huh? She's mm-hmm. still wearing that? Okay. How many thousand yard backs did you, did you, you block for? Right oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon? Too soon? Okay. Hey, shut up. <laughs> shut up. We're talking sports. Okay? <laughs> That's your partners. They're the ones yelling about the DMs. Go. Slide in. Low. low. It, it, it. Go, buddy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, touch this. Touch this right now. Touch this situation. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. That 
was the Morning Drive Daily Rewind. Did we cover everything today? Holy smokes. I think we did. <laughs> I think we did. We had an actual preacher and a bootleg preacher. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was, uh, that was even better listening back to it. <laughs> uh, final football predictions. Uh, I will go Titans over the Bills 16-13. to 13. Uh, give me Ole Miss over Vandy, but in a close, high-scoring game. Hmm. Georgia by three touchdowns over Tennessee, and I'm taking the Gators to upset Auburn. Yeah, I like Georgia big. I think Vandy needs to play extremely well. Otherwise, we're going to have some major questions about what's that, that that team's doing right now. But I like Ole Miss to win that game. Um, I, I, I've wanted to pick Florida the entire time. They're at home. Todd Grantham's going to design, design a really nice defense. I, I just, I'm buying into the Auburn magic, and I think their defensive line – is going to dominate the the Gators' offensive line. So give me, give me that group. And I think vice. I think the same thing in the Titans game. I think the line of scrimmage is where the Titans can win this game. Taylor Lewan's back defensively. They're going to get after the quarterback. I think the Titans can can play the low scoring, suffocating style and and win another game that's probably played similarly to the way the game was last year in Buffalo. Uh, give me, I, I like the Titans to play well. And I'm, not making, I'm not making picks anymore. Okay, and don't forget tomorrow night Predators and the Detroit Red Wings. So yeah. on Monday's show, we will be talking about the Preds game, the Titans, Vandy, the Vols, Florida, Georgia, Auburn. There's so many things. Monday's show is going to be packed. Dutchie will have six apples at that point. Yes, six apples. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your Friday. Enjoy your football weekend. And as one man would say do, do when I, he – Do I get to do it? Yeah, you can do the D-Mace thing. Okay. But as one man would say when he signs off to a social media post on Twitter, Oh, God. Take care. Bailey, DJ, Nashville, Dutchie, we love you. And Tamar Ham, we love you.